0: What's up with Stevenage, man? We can't, we can't get a win in like the biggest game of the year. Wait.
1: They're still second. They're doing all right, but
0: ah. they've got, they've got so-
1: Leighton Orient, who are top, coming up next. That is going to be tough.
2: Welcome. This is the world famous Long Snapper podcast. I am Adam. We have got a special show today. um Craig is due to be joining us, but is late. What else is new? Um, Rich is here. Hello, Rich. (laughs) Hello, mate. (laughs) How are you? All right? Yeah, pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, Pat is here. Hello, Pat. Good evening, Adam. How are you doing? Uh, Yeah, good, good. And we have got, as promised, various times, um, friend of the show, but we've never actually done a show together. Jason Trent, um, all the way from Jacksonville.
0: How are you? Doing good. And and I am a fan of the show, right? So that's why we're friends of the show. And um, I I heard a little bit of doubt on last week's show if I was actually going to show up or not. So that gave me a little bit of itch. Some of y'all were like, uh, <laughs> if he actually shows up. And I was like, oh, I'm showing up. I got this on the calendar. I'm pumped. I love you guys' show. Um, I was I talked to you like months ago about a time that would work for both of us. So I'm glad that I can get on the show. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank well, you this is. If there's any doubt,
2: it was it was our side. Rather I was gonna than say it's our
1: organization
2: other... skills that are in doubt there beyond anything else. It's like we've probably got the date wrong. That's normally what would, <laughs> what would happen, something like that. But um yeah, really, really good to have you. Um enjoyed enjoyed what you said about us um on your on your show. Basically, the accents are sometimes quite hard to follow. It's hard to follow what's going on and what you what you're saying. And then that we're we're quite knowledgeable. Um, it, my fear
0: is that these two things are linked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get what you're saying, but if I could expound just a bit, what I mean by it's hard to understand is the accents are pretty thick, but eventually you can get used to them. Once you get used to the accents, your vocabulary. And the words you use, you have to then try to figure out what those mean within the context of your sentence. (laughs) So you're like, okay, all right, all right. So after you get through those two layers of uh, encryption, one of my favorite shows, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Encryption.
3: (laughs) I like the idea that we're... um because we try and use some of the some of the terms interchangeably like we will say routes and routes depending on who's saying it and whether they feel like leaning into the Americanized version or not so that's got to be an, another fun thing where we're just like occasionally we'll throw
0: something in and you're like wait what it, it seems to me it's more like the terms you guys use day to day uh in your area that you use pretty and I'm just like oh wow people in the <laughs> people in the world use those terms which it's cool it's cool to learn
2: <laughs> yeah I guess the the if there's pop culture sort of chat that we'll we'll get into, that's maybe it, it goes niche sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's fair. I think there are listeners this side of the pond that struggle to follow what we're going on about at times. <laughs> there so are people on this in podcast. the podcast, yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> particularly with the particularly deep uh, partridge cuts that you come up with sometimes.
2: Yeah. Do Do you know? Do you know who Alan Partridge is? Because this Absolutely is a big not. part, right? No. So <laughs> that is of no surprise whatsoever. But you might, you might
0: know who Steve Coogan is. Nope. Um. Courtney yeah, Love. I'm, I'm gonna Courtney Love. Yeah. Okay. What are, the, what, are, what are we talking here? Are we talking actors? Okay. So <laughs> he's an actor,
3: and okay. at one point he played uh, a club owner that Courtney Love had had a crush on when she was much younger, and she started mm. dating him, and then discovered who Alan Partridge was. Uh, mm. Which, for people who know who Alan Partridge was, the idea of him and Courtney Love dating is is amazing. But obviously, Steve Coogan is maybe a rather cooler
2: human being in real life. It's it's a hard one to explain if you've got a couple of minutes to do it. Uh, but if you ever, <laughs> if you ever, if you ever seek out um, old Alan Partridge shows um, where he's he's essentially playing playing a downtrodden DJ. Um, who's who's tried to make it in show business and failing miserably and um, if you ever come across those you may enjoy them you
0: may be utterly baffled by them i suspect the latter if, but if i'm ever in that part of the the movie library i guess <laughs> uh, that that genre
3: <laughs> imagine imagine every undeservingly self important lacking self-awareness dj slash sports host slash whatever you've ever done seen watch
0: listen to i can relate he's all of those things wrapped (laughs) up into one yeah i like that maybe i could uh, associate with this guy
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i think uh, well i think we all can that's the sad truth of it but but you you are obviously a like pat a fan of the a fan of the jags i can't help but feel that there's a bit of a unfortunate or fortunate coincidence depends depending which way you look at it we get you on the show the only time in about 12 and a half
0: years that the Jags are on a bit of a tear. So, And to be fair, we planned this a while ago, so this was just good timing, you know, this was great. (laughs) And, but I mean, it's really exciting. Uh, I, I started doing coverage of the Jags, if you want to call it that um, in 2017, when we were good. So this is like the second wave that I've seen since I've been doing videos and podcasts of the Jags being good, which is pretty sad because, you know, been eight years so uh you know and, but hey listen you know it, it happens and uh pat and me have been there along the way and pat's one of the reasons why i started listening to your show because uh, me and pat are always talking jags and i saw pat was on a podcast i was like oh it's probably gonna be pretty good so that's shout out to pat me and pat have been talking jags for years i feel like it's true it's good. seen me
1: through many a late <laughs> evening I, yeah. I, was talk- I was talking with these guys before about the uh live stream you and mike did from the bar when during the draft And there was about four of us in the chat till like four in the morning as the picks trickled in. That was a good night. I enjoyed
0: that. It was. And you know, what's funny about that is there's a story that just broke today that that same restaurant bar that Mike and me were at, they donated like $800 of some Eagles fan bought $800 worth of food and sent it to the Jaguars coach and uh, team for beating the Cowboys. (laughs) 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 And the... the place that uh, we're friends with the owner, the place that, that did it there. And uh, so we were, they were sending us pictures and stuff like that. And I was like, of course, y'all would do this. But it was pretty funny. They're huge Eagles fans. So it was pretty appropriate. That's pretty.
2: I love hearing about stuff like that. Was it the, I think it might've been the Bills and the... It's almost always, always the Bills fans. It, well, <laughs> no, I think I think that was actually the team itself. I uh, forget who it was, but one team did them a favor by beating another team in week 17, two or three years ago. And then their their squad got together and donated a huge amount of money to somebody's charitable foundation something like that it was
3: the fans as well and i can't remember who it was but was the quarterback had like a very personal charity foundation and they just hammered like it started with the squad and then fans picked up on it and there was like
2: hundreds of thousands of dollars that they raised for this charity which was really cool i'm gonna say it was josh allen but i Josh Allen gets enough credit for stuff anyway. We don't need to... <laughs> On this podcast, like he's this spoken about far too much. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Mark... Never Mark lets you a, down. No, 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 apparently not, unless you unless you incorporate him in any time touchdown score a <laughs> bet, then he'll, he'll definitely let you down. <laughs> right, so, I mean, uh, an episode of this podcast wouldn't be traditional if
0: we didn't kick off with a quiz. And Oh, Yeah. Uh, won't my, that's one of my favorite parts, boys. I'm not gonna lie, my favorite parts. Not Some of fight.
2: them are probably hard to <laughs> hard to follow along, I guess. Um, but this is just what we are. There's there's a game over here. I'm sure you won't know the the, the game over here called the University Challenge, um, where teams from universities, but it could be could be anything, um, answer questions as a team. But you have a starter question on the buzzer, and if you get that right, you get an opportunity to get three more supplementary questions so the the rules of this are going to be you're going to play against pat and um, rich just be a spectator i was going to say if you were here and craig was here you could each help one of your team captains uh, but craig's not here and your help was going to be negligible anyway so there's
3: there's i mean it's almost so an much. insult to
2: pat that there's a, any suggestion that I'll know anything Jags that he doesn't already know. I mean, it's it seems it seems unlikely. This is going to be a Jags theme quiz, um, but you know you can you can laugh at laugh at us as we go along if you like. Um, so I'm ready. I'm excited. yeah, you're on the on the buzzer for the the starter questions. If you get one you get one of those, you will get ten points, and then three additional questions for five points each which won't be up for grabs they'll just be just be down to you if you get the starter question right if you get the starter question wrong or you interrupt too soon it's five points off and the other the other person gets a shot at it i like it so if you're if you're both ready just buzz in with your buzzing with your name if you if you think you know
0: wait how am i buzzing in here let me make sure i know this right because i'll just um, yell it out if i know it
2: yell out yell out your name first okay okay right, gotcha just in case you uh Okay, cool. Someone's too quick or whatever. Right, first up, hopefully a straightforward one. Which Jags quarterback has the all-time most passing yards with 25,600... Yes, Jason. Mark Brunel. Yeah, correct. There you go. Ten points yeah. first up, and you will get to answer these three. Which running back has the most career rushing yards with 11,200... Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor, yeah. Yeah, five points. Who has the most receiving yards with twelve thousand two hundred? Jimmy Smith. Oh, correct. Pat, I'm fearing for you at this point. And <laughs> who has kicked the most field goals with two hundred and thirty-five of them? Mike Hollis, probably. Incorrect. Ah. Oh. Yeah um rich who do you think that is just for just for shits and giggles <laughs> i don't know i
3: just like the fact that jason's clearly a nicer more knowledgeable uh less obnoxious mark at this
2: point
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um you won't get any
0: points pat but do you know
2: scoby yeah it is it's josh Covey. dang
0: it i that i was that was kind of between but i feel like it was honest. So it's it's close-ish but not that not yeah. close
2: enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, next starter question on your buzzers Carolina also joined the league in 1995 uh, but in which division did they join? Blank faces Pat Yes, Pat
1: NFC South
2: Oh, that's, that's very incorrect you lose five points I'm afraid Hey, I didn't interrupt. Don't change the rules. Oh, is Okay, all right. I'll, 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 I'll backtrack on that. That's <laughs> Otherwise no, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well corrected. Um, I will...
0: Okay, I'll give you another starter question. Do I do I get to guess or no? You can no have search.
2: a guess. Yeah, go have a guess. Okay,
0: uh, I'm going to say AFC South. AFC, no, no, no. It was
2: the NFC West. Oh. Obviously. Okay. I mean, look, look where they are geographically. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah definitely <laughs> makes sense <laughs> um, okay another start question who behind mark brunell who is second in passing yards with seventeen thousand? 000... yes jason blake bortles yeah correct 10 That's points 10 points for you um Back to the Carolina kind of theme uh, with okay. the, with, right, the right. with the expansion teams theme going okay. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my question is this: You get five points for each. There were three other possible cities that the NFL announced in the early nineties as being possible expansion places, all of which hosted an NFL game or several NFL games before the end of the decade. Can you name
0: the three of them? Um. I'm going to say, L.A. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> uh, these 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 uh, next questions are killing me. The starter questions are easy. <laughs> you Have two. Have two more guesses. So oh, I get to guess them. more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, L.A. So you said no, so um, St. Louis had a team, so. Man, um all right all right um chicago i think a second team in chicago no no okay
2: okay
0: uh man i don't know i'm blanking uh oklahoma city
2: throw it out there okay no no (laughs) no uh you talked yourself you talked yourself out of st louis that was one of them that was one Uh and they they were they were in la at the time moved to st
0: louis after this okay now okay, they're back in, back in L.A. obviously. Baltimore was another. Baltimore, yeah, they're all coming to me now. Now that you're telling me the answer. I'm remembering. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Memphis, which mm-hmm. didn't get a team, yeah. but did, did become a temporary home for the, the Oilers, as it was
0: for wow. a year or two. These are tough, man. I knew they were going to be tough going into this, man. I knew I was ready. I was ready for the tough ones. That, that one wasn't really Jags-related, but this the next one, yeah. the next one certainly are.
2: Um, okay, start of the 10. Who were the Jags opponents for the first ever London game in 2013? Oh, that stumped you both? Pat. Yes, Pat.
1: Was it the Cowboys?
2: It was not the Cowboys. But you don't lose Got five it. points, as you rightly uh, rightly corrected me on the rules. to have a guess, Chase? Uh, was it the... Eagles it was not the Eagles uh, it was the San Francisco 49ers mm. and in the a game played in virtually a hurricane uh, I was there it was bonkers <laughs> um, okay I'll give you another question who which NFC East team did they play in 2014 so for that
0: which they played one NFC East team in 2014 yeah okay in sorry, in, in London, I should say. I oh, in
2: London, I, I, okay. I should have made that clearer. <laughs> Pat, yes, Pat.
1: Well, if I keep guessing the Cowboys, it's got to be right at some point.
2: It is correct.
0: There you go. Oh, yeah. Nice job. Nice job. <laughs> That's the game. They you were you talking,
1: are of. they were talking about how long it had been since they played in Jacksonville because obviously that counts as the Jacksonville game.
0: Oh,
2: of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Right. Follow up questions based on. In fact, this... I've tried to make this link, but I don't see a link here. I, I like I'm throwing myself back to when I, when I wrote this earlier. Um, all right, uh, follow-up questions. Which Jags wide receiver has also played for the Bengals and the Lions? This has nothing to do with London games whatsoever.
1: Current Jags wide receiver or all times. wide receiver?
2: I didn't say. You didn't, that's true. Uh, Marvin Jones Junior he was definitely the Lions <laughs> yeah you can have that five points um, which former Jags defensive coordinator also had the same roles at Cleveland and Chicago hmm. bit trickier yeah Malarkey uh, no incorrect no points for this do you know Jason
0: you said the coordinator yeah the D coordinator the coordinator for which teams? Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, and Chicago. Nah,
2: he was. Capers. He was. He was also briefly interim head coach Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker. Yeah. And fa- finally, Pat, which Jags' former starting QB has also played for Miami and Kansas City.
1: Chad Yeah, uh, Correct. Well done one of jason's okay. favorites mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, still still backing up my homes uh, you are on 20 jason you are on 30. Um, okay which jag was the last starter on the buzzer again which jag was the last player to wear number 16 before trevor lawrence was drafted i would be impressed if you know this either, you? okay Tell you if that was Trey Quinn. Oh, that Returned, would have been poor. That would have been quite something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'll give you a follow up question instead. Which current Tennessee Titan punt returner wore that same number for Jacksonville in 2019?
0: Um, Jason. Yes. CJ Bort.
2: Well done. 10 points. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> okay. This is where it gets niche. You've got three jersey numbers to get from Jacksonville punt returners um, oh god slash <laughs> kick returners before we get into that again Pat I don't want to fall out um Jamal Agnew what's
0: his jersey number Jamal Agnew is 15. this is teen oh no 39 39 39 yes. 30 <laughs> 39, 39 is 39, correct.
2: 39 this is one of those things that some people pay attention to and some people just don't. <laughs> it's Sorry. quite say. You can call me by my name, Adam. It's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but that's that's all of the things, Rich. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> <different>. <laughs> okay. Next, next up, Rashard Green. Fifteen.
1: Back
0: a bit.
2: Fifteen is incorrect. It was thirteen. Cool. You wanted it to be a 15 somewhere, clearly.
0: Mike's gonna kill me for that. Oh man, my buddy—he's he's a Florida State guy. So. <laughs> he's gonna kill me.
2: All right. Finally, Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas,
0: was 10. No, he was 80. I'm afraid. Ah, to- my gosh, I'm horrible. He caught the hail mary from David Garrard. I'm, I'm awful today, boys. It's only <laughs> three o'clock here. I'm not. A, I, I'm, I'm working here. I'm working. Sorry. <laughs>
2: All right. Next next starter question. Um, how many points did Jacksonville score against Miami in the 1999 divisional round playoff? Jason. Yes. 63. Incorrect. I don't oh, think oh, you no. interrupted.
1: Uh, <laughs> Pat, have a go at this. I was going to say 63, but I wasn't fast enough.
2: So now I'm going to go 65. No, 62. Oh, is- I, thought, I thought you'd be a in for that between you. Wow. <laughs> All right. Instead, you can. This is just going to be who's fastest. Who was the Miami quarterback that day? Pat. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yes, Pat. Dan Marino.
2: Nice, nice, nice. His his retirement party. Okay, you've got three quick questions on big victories and defeats. Which team did the Jags beat fifty-one to sixteen back in twenty fifteen? You'd think this would be memorable.
1: You would, but my memory is terrible. Steelers. <laughs> no, it was the Colts. Ah, um... oh, suck it, Nate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and which team did the Jags lose to, fifty-one to seventeen, that same year? Now, big losses doesn't narrow it down as much as yeah, it might be harder. It was probably the Titans because you like to rub it in. I'm not like that. It was the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's worse. <laughs> and finally, who did the Jags beat, forty-five to seven, in that glorious year in December 2017?
1: That was good times. Good times and bad memories.
0: Uh, let's go Steelers again. No, it was the Texans. Oh, I was a, I was at Steelers too there. So I thought Imagine I was beating the, the Jets. Texans. They've not done that for a while. <laughs> Um, that'll
2: be the Jets this coming Thursday night I imagine uh, only oh, because yeah. only because of that uh, London
3: game and I think I was there for it where they won like 40 something and not very much I
2: oh, okay. don't remember that but I think that might have been the, the in
1: London. that was
2: uh, a fun day out. Huh? <laughs> alright a couple of questions left start of a 10 what was the name of the Jags stadium when it first opened in 1995 yes Jason
0: I'll tell stadium incorrect oh <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I think actually, did you interrupt?
2: Oh. No, you didn't interrupt. Um, uh, Pat, I'll have a go. I don't know it. Okay, it was ga- the Gator Bowl. Uh, no, no. Uh, it was just the Jacksonville Municipal Stadium. How Crouchy.
1: boring and Washington football team.
2: <laughs> I, I know. All right. Okay, I have another question instead. Which NCAA bowl game has it played host to since nineteen? I think Pat was first. Just. Is that because
1: Jason said it's the Gator Bowl?
2: Yeah, he, he handed that one to you. Um, Thanks. Just, just just when it looked like I'm I'm not fixing anything, that's, that's the question I had. <laughs> um, I'd have got it because of Josiah from Big Cat
1: Chat, to be fair, so...
2: Also, if you were paying attention, he's probably handed you another five points. Um, so Ooh. your your three things are naming the three different sponsored names that the stadium's <laughs> had since. Um well Altel apparently is four of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yep. Everbank.
2: Yeah.
1: And TDIAA. I yeah.
0: know oh, it's T I A Everbank Nice job, nice job, nice job. that
2: puts you slightly into the lead on 55 Uh, with one question with one question to go it doesn't this this is this is exciting if anything is this is good Um, all right who was the jags first ever draft pick with this jason yes jason
0: tony vaselli yes
2: there we go legends himself that pulls you level on 55 so you only need one of these one of these bonuses um other high picks that the Jags have taken. Which tackle was drafted second overall out of Texas A&M in 2013? Luke Jokel. It was. Um, I'm going to give you the other two anyway. Give them to me. Which QB for Marshall was taken
0: at number seven? Byron Leftwich.
2: Yeah, and finally, the Florida defensive end taken at the third pick in 2015. Dante Fowler Jr. Those were easy for oh, you. Yes, sir! <laughs> Takes you to 70 points ahead of pound 55.
0: Have yourself some music. There you go. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> okay, oh, <bye>, JC. <laughs> hey, that was. Uh, listen, I am very disappointed in myself, to be honest with you. I was. I did really poor. All bad. That. <laughs> that's that's how to. That's how to win modestly. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. tell any of my friends to listen to this because they're gonna roast me for years about not knowing half of those answers. So people, thank you, people, Pat. You've you've killed me. <laughs>
3: people don't realize until they come on how much pressure doing a quiz live like that actually puts on... I knew that's my excuse anyway, and I, oh, no, I know other people have had the same issue. Adam, Adam always sits there smugly asking questions, and then when he's on the flip side of it, most of the time he's struggling as well.
4: <laughs> well, this hey. one was
0: rel- relatively easy with the quizzes y'all usually do. Usually, I'm sitting there like, what are they... I'm like... <laughs> this one was easy compared to y'all's previous ones. <laughs> well, th- this one was sort of NFL knowledge. Quite often recently, we're branching
2: into other Cryptic clues and stuff. Like. Oh yeah! Although I enjoyed that one last week a lot because mm-hmm. I ended up being good at it. Um, that kind of that kind of help. I enjoyed them all. From someone who was less good at it, it was a great quiz. It was one of the, one of the best ones we've done for a little while. Um, next time you come on, uh, you're going to have to set one. That's going to be the next thing. Oh, that, I
0: would love to. I would yeah. love to.
2: Then we can embarrass ourselves in, in in new ways by showing our showing a lack of knowledge. We'll do PGA Tour golf oh okay i might miss that week if if that still exists if it's if it's not live if it's not live by then i can't well i do suddenly feel like i want to chat about golf but that's that sports eating itself you're you're
0: obviously a fan yeah well i like to golf um I, i i get i like to watch golf but not as much as a lot of people here i mean it's really really popular sport down here but um the PGA Tour kind of shot itself in the foot by not paying. Look at all the other sports and what their people are getting paid. You know, and these guys are getting one big payday a year. You know, it's it's not, you know, compared to these NFL, NBA guys who get big paydays once a month, you know. So it's uh, interesting to see if the live will take over because they're being more generous with their salary cap, which is pretty basic, but could be the whole thing.
2: I think it well. It will come down to whether enough people watch it ultimately in, yeah. in time. Um, but it's it's weird. I don't think the the NFL has faced a challenge quite like this. Like, there's been the XFL. I suppose the the biggest challenge the NFL has ever faced is when there's there've been strikes. Yeah. Um. And potential. Yeah. See, the CBA's up
0: as well soon. So, is that next year? This year? Um. Have I lost yeah. track? Uh, uh, it's only
3: just been up. Yeah. Oh, just we just was done up. that.
0: Yeah, next year they're bumping the salary cap to $220 like twenty million or something like that. But they the problem with football is you cannot easily reproduce football, American football. You know, it's somewhere else. Whereas golf, you can reproduce that pretty easily mm. anywhere. And all you do is get the individual athlete there. So I think it's a little different. Um, and <laughs> you know, it's individual sports it's it's more easier to happen than team sports. I guess would be what I would say. You've only yeah. got to dangle
3: large sums of money in front of the individuals and get them to do it, right? And the NFL already has billionaires for every single team. So it's much harder to uh, to uh rip that away just by dangling some money. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the biggest challenge the NFL faces in terms of having, you know, other similar sports being played is actually, ironically, the opposite. They don't have enough of a kind of feeder league system, which is why I'm intrigued to see how the... NFL sponsoring XFL thing works out because it feels like you've got an opportunity there to maybe have some players come through later in their 20s and, and contribute in a way that they wouldn't be allowed to if you know if you flame out in a year or two in, in the NFL, you're done pretty much. Oh. Unless you know unless you want to come back and play third string, fourth string, fifth string quarterback for the 49ers as each of our starters goes down. Or you Taylor Heineke. Oh, you're Taylor
2: Heineke. Or you're Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I, who's I've actually the- looked all right? Yeah, I do wonder sometimes with the amount of injuries that there seem to be that there isn't this time this time of the season like you you get to the bare bones of a roster and there isn't much out there if you if you want to pick up players uh, so there's there'll be waivers of practice squads that you you've you've got to float around to to try and find somebody but yeah if if there was a you know, a bit like the championship below the Premier Premier League or whatever whatever equivalent was that where you could see people actually playing that you could you could go to and, and try it's, and
3: sign players. It's the baseball farm system, isn't it? That's really what they need mm. is something similar to that that maybe is you could even play at the same time as the, the regular NFL, but have teams have the ability to bump players up in the way they can from a from practice squad.
0: Well, you know, it's been a big deal here in the States uh, with the college football landscape changing toward paying players and giving them money toward name, image, and likeness. Like, I think the NFL liked what they had with the college. And every year there was a draft where you drafted from the college. I think they liked that setup. But when you start mixing money in to it, it becomes basically a minor league system. So how long until these rich billionaire, billionaire NFL owners get involved in that and start producing their own minor league system, I, I think that was the beginning of the end for college football, and not that athletes shouldn't be, not be paid because they should get paid, but uh, they handled it wrong, I think, and I think that college football is going to get watered down, and you're already seeing a loss of popularity here with people not watching it as much because kids are transferring after the end of season. Kids are playing at four different schools in their college career, and it's basically just turning into a minor league system.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's a bizarre – System to this this is go you know, go back to the the chat we were having at the start it's a, it's a bizarre system to follow from afar um is it's the the complexities and, and how how it all works and then you, yeah you you get you try and make a level playing field out, out of it all to, to draft players for the NFL um and that's part of part of the reason that the the draft you know, teams get their assessments of players wildly wrong because um, you you're not always comparing apples for apples when you're watching, you know, whether it's Pac-12 or you know, the other side of the country, whatever it is, um, it's more it's, than it going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, you know, I speak as a fan of a team who've just fired the GM for getting these things spectacularly wrong in the last couple of years. Um, so it's I do think it's obviously enormous. Still, out of luck, of luck involved. Uh, we digress as as is. I <laughs> want. <laughs>
1: Um probably uh, shouldn't throw stones from my glass house in Jacksonville with regards to draft choices really but, um...
3: <laughs> Yeah I, think... I mean I've felt sorry for you guys having Bolker there for, for a long time I, I still don't really understand how that man has a job after the, the shit show that he left in the in san francisco but hey
1: rich warned me about bulky before well like the day of the announcement we had a chat and he was just like that, that, that's terrible news for you i but don't envy you in the slightest." so and it's been pretty much true from what we've seen i
0: i just can't understand how any other person in any other job if you mess up that many times you get fired but somehow this guy <laughs> is able to keep his job it makes it makes no sense to me but You know, the team's looking up, so I guess we got a little bit of (laughs) (laughs) optimism to hold on to. Yes, but
3: that's because you've got Doug Peterson. (laughs) Yes. I mean, imagine what that guy would be doing if you had a squad that wasn't threadbare.
0: Right, you're right. You're right. I mean, that's the thing I think is not being talked about enough. And it's being talked about, but around Jacksonville is the coaching has just been outstanding. And they, I mean, you've seen every player on the roster improve, and that's a testament to coaching. So uh, Doug Peterson definitely is not being talked about enough.
2: Would, would you look at, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but compare the, the, that to the Tennessee Titans and Mike Brable, you know, one of the best coaches in, in the league, um, looking at what we've just done with our GM, um, the fact that you, you can have that and, and move forward in a way, um, to say, right, the, the, the general manager hasn't been, hasn't been doing a, a good enough job um, we're gonna take we're gonna actually take action so we can keep the best coach we've had in a long time. I don't think it, it obviously it might take a while for Doug Peterson to get to that stage, but maybe maybe not that long if he gets if he gets fed up with baffling roster decisions and and Jacksonville keep playing better than you know the sum of their parts and the sum of their roster. It could go that way.
1: It feels like your owner is somewhat more invested than uh, Shard Khan, who's uh,
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. somewhat
1: removed from the operational day-to-day thing, shall we say?
0: Well, the good thing about the Jags, the Jags have a – I like Vrabel, but the Jags have a quarterback, and that's the missing part. Vrabel's a great coach, but without a quarterback, it's hard to win in this league. So I think and that's if, the difference even, between the two. Even if you have one, keeping them upright is a
2: battle. Um, <laughs> you, you'll never guess who's just joined us. Um, he is fresh off. I mean, it's quarter past nine. You went out for lunch, Craig. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> a, a glass of wine in hand, and I suspect it's not the first. Would no, that be a fair not. assessment? I'm um, a little bit
4: merry. Yeah, we were late out to lunch in fairness. Um, <laughs> but, <yeah.
2: laughs> You've had a good afternoon, I, I trust. It's
4: been, it's been all right. thing is, like, I'm sure this is exactly what our listeners want to hear. <laughs> <Thing> <laughs> since, is,
2: when has, since when have we cared about <laughs> never, that? Zero, go. zero.
4: times. Um, like, so, I like, I'm in charge of, like, stuff, right? Like, I'm responsible for stuff. So, you can't have, you can't really chill. You get what I'm saying? At work. Even in a social setting. But I've got, like, a small group of managers that... Obviously, you can be a little bit more chill with. So, I right, boys' night Saturday, and a little work thing today, and I'm 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 feeling pretty good. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you, Adam. Are <laughs> we glad, doing? Boys? I'm
2: glad. Uh, I want you to be happy. It's all good. <laughs> um, shall we? Shall we get straight into the deep end of some one sentence reviews, which you probably probably haven't written yet.
4: I I. So I literally got home with one percent battery, charged it. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't even know what mine ones are yet. So I'm going to open up the chat, and uh <laughs> I mean, mine aren't the best anyway.
2: <laughs> I did want to that
3: say that. That make it easier. Sure. <laughs> In fact, shit, my, shit game. Shit that's game, not true. Game, done.
4: Mine are fucking great. <laughs> um, but one sentence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well what's the worst that can happen?
4: Um, nothing. Nothing.
2: I mean, if if you get if you get 2 seconds of uncomfortable silence, it's probably you. Probably. Um, or there's been an admin error. One of those things. Um Jason this is your one sense's review debut. As you will know, we we always nail this.
0: Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you guys always kill this. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I,
4: haven't, I haven't seen any of one of the game. <laughs>
1: that's never stopped you
0: having
4: an opinion before, has it? <laughs> no, Pat, that's bollocks. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen, I'll take shots. No, no <laughs> probs. But let's make them accurate. If I'm going to talk on something, it's something that I will have some knowledge about. So yeah. I've not seen this, but LOL.
2: Yeah, well, let's, well, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Right, play that music and we will start with, seems a long time ago, San Francisco 21, Seattle 13.
1: The Purdy Express continues full steam ahead whilst the wheels have come off for the Seahawks.
2: Indianapolis 36, Minnesota 39. Finally, I have closure from that Oilers-Bills playoff game from nearly 30 years ago. That'll never be talked about again baltimore 3 cleveland
4: 13. yeah this is the game i haven't seen any of <laughs> you haven't missed much that's that's um, the review yeah you didn't
2: you didn't need to see it i don't think um, miami 29 buffalo 32. pat pat's probably forwarded you the wrong uh,
0: the wrong list <laughs> oh i didn't see a list with my name i was not I was doing jaguars <laughs> throw me jags cowboys
2: oh you see you see we 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 did a ban on us doing our own team oh um, uh, yeah, got, yeah. In, in a in a sort of i'm not sure why do you know what you could do your own team all right i'm a
0: guest i'm a guest so i get yeah, yeah, yeah. i get i get privilege I'll bend the rules. privilege do, okay. right yeah, yeah thank you all right you um, ready um, well some. oh i'll cover the others you're all right They'll do it now. Why not? Dallas 34, Jacksonville 40. Nobody comes into Duval County and scores four unanswered touchdowns. I mean, I imagine plenty have, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) Not the Cowboys, though. They got three, but they did not get four.
2: (laughs) As we established, it's eight years since they went into Duval County. Um, (laughs) Miami 29, Buffalo 32. Someone's going to do that. Close game between the two teams at the top of the AFC East, but Buffalo hold on for a close-fought victory. Uh, Atlanta 18, New Orleans 21.
3: This might seem like an entirely irrelevant game, but it was an all-important one in the battle for an all-6-11 and NFC South. The dream lives on.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Pittsburgh 24, Carolina 16. The Panthers piss away an opportunity to match Tampa's record atop the division against Mitch Trubisky Steelers. Honestly, none of you deserve a post season berth.
2: Philadelphia 25, Chicago 20. <laughs>
4: Despite some Fields magic, the Philly monster continues to roll on. This team seems Super Bowl bound.
2: Kansas City 30, Houston 24. KC and Cruise Control, but really very nearly messed this up. Not that it will matter for them. Detroit 20, New York Jets 17.
1: I was fully expecting Detroit to Detroit themselves in this one, but they seem to be cured.
2: Maybe. Did the Jets jets themselves?
1: I don't know.
2: Fuck you, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dr- dr- I'm here for drunk Craig if this is what it's <laughs> Arizona 15, Denver 24.
1: QB two in Denver versus QB three in Arizona.
2: Great. That's kind of my preview from a week ago. (laughs) Um, New uh, New Orleans, New England 24, Las Vegas 30. Mm.
0: i can take the Bengals bucks i see what pat did send me the list not, uh, that's, that's i did not to... connect i did not connect the dots that's, my, not, that's mine, mine and
3: i've got something for it
0: <laughs> so okay, i'll tell you what so never mind pat didn't send me anything apparently because <laughs> Do you know what?
2: Yeah, I want to hear both of your Bengals Bucks review. Rich, <laughs> you go first. Cincinnati, tw- Cincinnati 34, Tampa Bay 23. I love a trick play, and this game had one of my
0: favorite
3: fake punts of all time.
0: There you go. Jason? Joe Burrow <laughs> said, you got me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. But came back and won. <laughs> He did. Uh, Tennessee 14, LA
2: Chargers 17.
1: This game was meh, but the Chargers won, so I don't care.
2: Uh, New York Giants 20, Washington 12. Turns out that PI isn't a thing anymore. And finally, we're going to get there. LA Rams 12, Green Bay 24.
4: No Donald, no quarterback. This team, no 2022.
2: Is it the first Super Bowl winner that's going to have a losing record since I think the Bucks in the early noughties? Not good, not good in LA. Oh, I'm enjoying it. It's made, it's made <laughs> me very happy this
3: year.
4: I'm just, I'm just glad the wheels have fallen off the one-week revival because it was fucking nonsense.
3: <laughs> well, we can, we can all agree that Baker is uh, significantly worse when he's got any time to prep and think.
4: I mean, the I, idea I, that I, Baker Mayfield was some sort of Peyton Manning reincarn- reincarnated was was nonsense. It really, it really, really pisses <laughs> me off. Tells you everything you need to know about Western media nonsense.
2: I, I, to, I don't know. We all have our ways of dealing with the night games over here. So, Jason, I obviously it's fine where Prime you, time. fine where you Oh are, yes, yeah, great, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, but <laughs> quarter past one in the morning, isn't an ideal kickoff time. So the Thursday night football, Sunday night football, basically they are, unless the Titans are playing well, I'll stupidly stay up and get get let down um, or my heart broken. Um, it's basically Monday breakfast, Tuesday breakfast, or Friday breakfast. And we have a game pass to a thing with a, the game in 40. So you watch, you can watch every play in 40 minutes without yeah, replays oh yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. So yep. um, that's what I normally do. I, c- I couldn't finish this morning. Um, it was got, yeah. It was it was borderline unwatchable. Aaron Rodgers, like he 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 was on the winning team, but he threw a pick. He had yeah. Lazard, I think it was yeah. like mm-hmm. wide open, and he like proper wide open, like blown coverage, and he missed him and threw a pick.
0: Yeah, and, then and blamed it, him. He did blame him. And <laughs> listen, <laughs> it <laughs> probably was his fault, you know. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing
4: is that gate, like the two teams are dead, right? The problem is um like we are like nfl has been sick and not just the nfl sport i don't know about anyone else but the last week has been fucking amazing for sport right it has been brilliant and then to try and suffer that <laughs> after we have been uh, i i guess spoiled um uh, with what we've had to watch um but the rams are shit they've been shit for time i mean saying it's shit we know Packers have been shit, terrible for time. I think like, the
2: problem—the problem with this game—is it didn't even have context, like the, because both both teams were, both teams yeah. aren't, uh, neither are going to make the playoffs.
4: Four and four
0: and four and so, nine, yeah, they're four both like five and eight, big well.
2: losing records now. So it, it kind of, what are you doing, playing for draft picks? At this you know, point? the game
0: was entertaining. Jags Cowboys. That game was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that game was real entertaining. I said, um, the that's reason that's why. <laughs> the reason why Aaron Rodgers isn't any good anymore, and Sam Bradford's not good anymore, because Trevor Lawrence is a top quarterback in the league, and he's supplanted all he's of like you just like Sam Bradford. That's just <laughs> Sam Bradford? What, I meant to say Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. I agree. I'm Fuck same Matt same Stafford. Name. They're not the same person? They, they are the, sure same. Exactly. the same.
4: Exactly. They're the same fucking person. Thank you.
1: Oh. <laughs> it was but especially yeah. good because we had – The Jags game straight after the World Cup final, and there was loads of people making that. oh, we've just gone from the brilliant World Cup final to a rubbish Jags game, and then it was an amazing Jags game, and fuck you all.
4: (laughs) I never said that. I was quite happy with a Jags game.
2: It was, obviously, they were 17 points in a hole at one stage. Yeah. So that that makes it all the more impressive. Um, It
1: looked ugly at halftime. I wasn't rating our chances of getting back into it particularly highly, but we're a team that can make adjustments now. And that's
0: not been the case for a long time. I was sitting like in the stadium surrounded by a sea of Cowboys fans, Cowboys fans everywhere. It was probably 70, 30 Jags, Cowboys, like 70% Cowboys fans. And it was, and when the game ended, since it ended in the walk-off fashion with a pick six from Ray Sean Jenkins, like everyone was leaving the stadium at one time. And because of that, you guys have been stadiums. You've seen, it's like a big backup. So these Cowboys fans are pissed trying to leave the stadium and they've been yelling all game and they're standing there on the <laughs> stairs can't go anywhere just hanging into feet Lovely. and it was just like the one of the best moments of my life of yeah. my adult life <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they were
2: perfectly uh, rational about it you know weren't overreacting <laughs> anything like that and um, being really sporting were they just happy for you i imagine <laughs> yeah they were <laughs> just happy for
4: us I do think that so what you're describing is something that UK fans won't be familiar with, right? So, like, in football, football, or any sport, the fans are very, very much set separated. I've, I've it's, been a, it's, to...
2: only, it's only soccer where we do that, so, really, I don't think... Oh, that... yeah,
4: because I've been to... I went to a rugby match, and that was strange as well. So, I guess, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but I guess for most people, right, they won't have experienced where you're sat with the opposing team's fans it's not going to be a common thing and to win in a game like that like i, I i've done jets at metlife and i had the mouthiest browns fan behind me all game uh, this was eric decker times and we won and it was brilliant to give him shit but in a game like that we had no expectation to win and for it to turn i mean that must have been unreal mate unreal
0: it's, it's I, I I go to every home game, and so that one ranks top. We beat the Seahawks in twenty seventeen, where if you remember, one of the uh, you remember the Seahawks player went into the stands and tried to fight a fan. Like I was at that <laughs> game too. That was a, that was a, that was a lot of fun. But I
2: assume that was Richard Sherman. I'm just no, specimen.
0: it wasn't. It was, I can't remember who was. Some D lineman. It was. Uh, but
4: um... he could, he, no way you got over that barricade. Not a D lineman. Had to be a safety. He did. He did. Cool, he got, he got D lineman. You guys
0: are athletic, man. They're athletic. Mm. They've, they've, yeah, if you're <laughs> angry enough, you could do anything. I guess. Sure.
4: <laughs> to be fair, I reckon John the Jones hops that shit. Not even touches it. Yeah, that man is a <laughs>
2: um, How? What are the? What's it like at Jacksonville at the moment? Because obviously you've you're now relatively recently winning. Um, just wanted to ask you, you know, as on, on a British podcast um, what you feel about only having, I, don't, I know there's an extra game every other year now, but only having seven games at home um, for the last eight, nine years and how that's received with the fans now, I, I, the argument against it or the argument for it is that if they're not they're not filling the, the stadium every week, then they can kind of justify it. But you've had 12.5% of your season taken away. Um,
0: what's the feeling like? And I know Pat has mixed feelings about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's disappointing because you want to have all your home games there. Uh, But the Jaguars organization, like when that first got announced, they came out with their like every year they do like a state of the franchise address. And um, the Jaguars whole front office and organization came out and said, like, literally like was honest with the city of Jacksonville, which I appreciate. And they were like, listen, we are one of the smallest markets in the United States. And this is how much money we make each week at home. And this is how much money we make over in England. And it was like more than a lot of weeks combined, like a significant percentage of of revenue was coming in, in this for the team in this game in England. So, you know, if, if, if you want the team to stay in Jacksonville, you want the owner to make money and be happy because the owner ultimately has the power to try to move the team, Uh, but some Jaguars fans are really unhappy about it Uh, me I'm so happy and thankful that we have a team in Jacksonville that if that means playing a game over in England um, and and to be honest I kind of like how it's how it's reached out to another like uh, part of the world another culture because just this conversation right here is one of many I've had over the years with Mm -hmm. people that live in Europe that are huge Jaguars fans. So there's a lot good that it does. I do miss the game, but but I get it. So I don't I don't have an extreme opinion on it. I I get it as I guess. Jason, I've got a question for you. Have you made it over to Wembley for one of those games yet? I have not. And the reason why is because the packages that they have for Jags fans are just out of my price range. I mean, they're you know for flight
3: over and stay with Pat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe that might be the way to do it, actually. But I mean um, uh, you know, I just can't afford to go over there for you know, fly overseas. That's just one day, though. I will one day, I can't wait. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Nice.
2: It's, oh, it's, do you think it's it's going to be tested? You know, you might have your franchise quarterback for 10 15 years in Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't want to get ahead they of do, ahead ourselves, they do, yeah. they, they do. do. But it does, it's, it's looking increasingly like that. Um, but that will potentially bring some success to jacksonville over the next few years um if it does if if as we talked about with doug peterson you keep him around maybe a different general manager uh, but um, yeah that comes along that's going to put this under a bit more strain and um, because it's kind of easy when there's not much success when you're in the middle of the the blake bortles years the chad Henne years to kind of say well okay no, nobody's that bothered with some some fans are turning up, um, but when there's a bit of success, and if you suddenly become a regular playoff team that's winning, there's a bit of a bit of excitement in in Jacksonville. The fans turn up bigger in their numbers. It's going to be harder to give that game away each year, even though that's the agreement's already in place for however
0: many years. Yeah, it's definitely going to. I mean, it's going to hurt. The better we get, the more it's going to hurt. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence has been that guy. I mean, I've been. the, since the day that the jets won and the Jags were secure, the number one pick for Trevor Lawrence. And I, I, Trevor Lawrence is a generational quarterback to me. So he's definitely it. I've been saying it, even when urban Meyer was here, even when he looked bad and people were calling him a bust, I was always big on Trevor because he's got everything that a, I'm not saying this as a hyperbole, everything that a hall of fame quarterback needs to have. He has, um, but losing that game is going to hurt. And I know it's crazy, but, uh, uh, Again, I'm. I understand it. I know Pat might not. Pat should be happy, right? You get to go to the game once a year.
1: Yeah, that's more than enough. It's more <laughs> than I expected, and it's
0: more than enough. Are you, Are you a fan of a uh, TV series called The Good Place? I have seen it. With the um, I watched like a season of it, but um, just like we in the before the show started, we were talking about movies. I really just my entire life watched sports. I like I didn't like movies, TV, like <laughs> mm-hmm. I've I consume like sports. That's why I, you know, I can tell you something about every single sport. Um, so I'm a huge fan, and uh, so but I have seen the good place. Jason Mendoza. It's
3: just Mendoza. A, it's just this, uh, a man called Jason from Jacksonville telling us how great
2: the back is.
0: Makes <laughs> 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 well, me
3: happy.
2: I'll tell you what though. <laughs> I'll tell you it. The Observations as a Titans fan who you know we played you twice last year, once so far this year. Uh, the two games a year ago were very different, Um, not because of Trevor Lawrence himself, but because of everything else around him, uh, particularly the offensive line. Now I, I I can't remember if it was on here, but I was talking to talking to Pat about it a week ago after you came into Nashville and embarrassed us. And I'm watching that game, and the biggest the biggest change is we're being beaten up front, both sides of the ball. But particularly when when Trevor Lawrence and is getting time in the pocket shows what he can do, and uh, what he could do was pre- was pretty amazing. Um, so it's not just a it's you can't necessarily you know if, as good as a QB is if he's being rushed every single snap and just under pressure every single snap. Like a year ago, he's going to struggle. Now you seem to be sorting these things out. I know um, your left tackle, uh, Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson, Robinson. thank you. He's he's gone down, hasn't he? But um, it's that's such a that's so important with with these things. If you've you have the time in the pocket, and then it's on him, and now it's on him. He's showing that he could do it. He could deliver, and that that performance well, two well two weeks in a row, incredible. And this is this is my fear is that we're going to be facing this twice every single year until until he retires or you know maybe retires early like Andrew Luck. Who knows? And that's that's all I can hope for. Don't,
1: Don't wish, wish that protection. I'm not, wish- I'm not <laughs> wishing I can't
2: wish
1: you We've had 20 years of pain. We deserve a decade of not pain. Yep.
4: <laughs> you know, you know what I love about Lawrence and his <clears> haircut. <throat> <laughs> I hate <laughs> his fucking hair. But, um, what, I, what I do love about him, and I've, I think you see it in, in the really, really good quarterbacks. Um, Joe Burrow does it really well. Um, I think that you, what you're saying is right. Obviously, you can't have a young rookie quarterback behind a porous offensive line. Like you, it is. You know, it's murder, right? The Jets have done it many times, <laughs> but I say that allowed. I say that to say, good young quarterbacks or good quarterbacks, they improve an offensive line as well. And so, what you're seeing from Trevor Lawrence is he's bailing his offensive line out. And no, in fact, no, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Right? It pisses me off. Baker, me, uh, Baker is the worst. I don't understand why he's so rated. Baker, the pocket gets pressure. You've got super athletes, defensive ends, running at you, you know, four, five, four, six. These are huge men running at breakneck speeds. You can't hold them off forever. It's impossible. There's only so much they can do. So your quarterback has to help you. And the way you help your offensive line is you move well in the pocket. You feel where the pressure's coming from and you make it easy for them. Make the block that they make count, right? They shouldn't have to make two, three, four, five blocks. It's too difficult for these super athletes. Players uh quarterbacks like Mayfield, I can't fucking stand it where they just keep going backwards. What are you doing? doesn't help anyone. Stop running backwards. You have to navigate within the pocket. And I do think Lawrence does that really well. And he's got a much better, improved understanding of what you're hoping to see. Like I say, Burrow does it fantastic. Joe, uh, Josh Allen, that was one of the things he did really well before the last sort of four weeks. I've got questions about Josh Allen still. But I do think that's one of the great Andrew Luck, perfect example of it. That made his offensive line, so their life so easy. And you're seeing some of that from Lawrence. I'm just figuring because I
2: keep the image of Baker Mayfield running backwards, throwing off his back foot with no momentum. (laughs) The thing thing that gets me about Lawrence this year, and, and particularly over the
3: last few weeks, where I actually started paying a bit more attention to the Jags as they started picking up some wins. Um, And actually watched the first half of this game and then switched over at halftime and then the Jags started to come back. So to do Pat a favour, I didn't go back to it. So I didn't didn't want to curse (laughs) it with my eyes. Um, But the the thing that I see this year that I didn't see at all last year in the few games that I, I paid a bit of attention to is it's the lockstep between, you know, Peterson and that offensive coaching and Lawrence, where last year Lawrence would regularly just look like he didn't really know what he was supposed to be doing within the play calling structure, he didn't seem to know. You know, where am I supposed to be throwing the ball? He'd be hesitant. He'd be, you know, he'd be maybe navigating the pocket, but not releasing the ball early enough, and everything's breaking down. This year, he looks—he looks like a much more just confident and calm play. Looks like he's got so much time compared to last year, and that just makes such a difference. When a, I mean, and Craig, you said this. Like it's a, it's a combination of the O line having better coaching and therefore playing better, but also him understanding what's expected in that play, navigating the pocket while he needs to, and then releasing the ball on time. And it just looks better. It, it It's not there consistently. There's still some issues with consistency. I think with Jacksonville that um, you hope they'll clean up if they're going to make this run, You know, this potential run towards the playoffs. Um, but it definitely bodes well for next year and the year after, particularly if you can start getting some... Better support from the front office.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's they that. ain't a playoff team though. They ain't. You lot ain't a playoff team yet. Oh, only only because of what's going on in the AFC. They
3: South. might. Is, they might be the only reason <laughs> they could. They could make that run. But I still, I genuinely. Think uh, but they, to be
0: fair, look at the teams they've they beaten. It. Look who they've beaten. They've beaten the Cowboys. They beat the Ravens. They beat the Chargers. I mean, those are all playoff teams. No, you know. So, no. they're, I, but they're playoff. <laughs> they're playoff fuck, teams.
4: Fuck the boys, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um, mean, well, yes, obviously, but
4: Ravens without Lamar, n- we played no him thanks. with Lamar, we beat him. Yeah, with- yeah, yeah, I agreed. But, yeah, but Ravens yeah. without Lamar, they're not a playoff team.
2: Oh, but they, they might, they might well be
4: because, because all right. The, yeah. But you get the point I'm making.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, I, I don't know it, it. But it's that positive trajectory, right? It's like even
3: if they make the playoffs this year, I don't. Then it's not like they're going to make the you know the championship game, but that They're making steps forward. So, yeah. Craig, you were saying this about Texans in the off season. You know, it's it's a franchise that's been in a bad place, but can make steps forward this year and put themselves in a much for sure. better place for sure. for next year. For sure. I, I mean, look, heard, you, you way, guys have got to
4: be chuffed, Jags fans, like like us. Like, look, look at like we we could be. I don't feel we're a playoff, we're not a playoff team yet, but it's nice to watch you win a few games, isn't it? It's nice to watch you beat a few fucking teams. You know what I'm saying? There are, a quarter- few
3: times, there are a few times when I really wish that we were a video podcast because <laughs> Jason's reaction when,
0: when Craig said chuffed there was absolutely fantastic. And I'm <laughs> certain it was chuffed that you were laughing at, right? What, what quarterbacks would you have, would you take over Trevor Lawrence? Like, going forward, who are you going to take over Trevor Lawrence? Now, There's not that many.
4: Literally, the only, our only quarterbacks I think are clearly, well, for me, comfortably better. I'm not talking about vets right i'm talking about young right. quarterbacks yeah. um you, you it is joe burrow josh allen and i think lamar jackson for me is on his it's best like some day, might is,
2: argue patrick mahomes obviously i
4: i think i see but do you know what that's the brilliance of pat because i don't even see pat in that class pat is almost like Peyton and tom brady at this point he's and i know he's obviously not that far much like he's no win. he's only four three was he fourth year fourth year maybe but Pat is different. Great Pat is the gold standard. We're not we're not comparing Trevor Lawrence to the the best in the business,
0: right? Yeah, now I see what you're saying, but I mean, there's you named them. Those are it's the a guys. Short list, yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: It's a short, exactly.
0: And 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 the receivers are, I mean, playing well. I mean, you're looking at potentially having two thousand yard receivers this year, a thousand yard rusher. I mean, the the defense is the only thing you got to figure out. I mean, the offense is clicking.
4: Yeah.
2: The you, you say you, you dismiss the Jags making the playoffs a little bit. Well, Craig, you definitely did. But here's the thing: it's given the schedule, and believe me, I've looked at this. It's pretty <laughs> unlikely that Week 18 in Jacksonville against the, the Titans Jags. It's pretty unlikely it won't be a win and in game. Yeah. Um. I'm, so the, the game
1: we were most likely to lose in our schedule was against the Cowboys.
2: Yeah. Quite. So and the fact that, the fact that you've won that game. It changes it changes the picture a huge amount. Obviously the momentum is all is all with the Jags and certainly none of it's with Tennessee. Uh, so so regardless of I mean it, you can't the Jags can't seal a playoff berth before week eighteen, but it's pretty unlikely that they won't have a chance to win that game and make the playoffs.
1: It'll so, be interesting to see how they react to being favourites with the favourites against the Jets. They're probably favourites against yeah, the Jets point five. Because we're used to playing when no one gives us a prayer. And having that underdog mentality, and it'll be interesting to see when the pressure mounts and people are expecting them to win. Also, prime time, it's push, a, whether they can maintain it. National oh, game. As I, well. I
4: really, I really want that game. I really, <laughs> the rest of our slate, I want that fucking game. And that that'll, that'll be that'll be. I think that would be a, that'll be a fantastic game. Like, it, 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 I think we match up really well, actually. Um so I want that game. I want that game. Tra- even, even, Trevor even Lawrence with. ain't going to look like he did last week. Trust me. <laughs> hey, listen. Q's going to be back. He ain't throwing sources, way. <laughs> Zero targets in man coverage over the weekend. I'm not trying to hijack it. I, I'm, I don't want to talk about it. I know we lost, but still. Listen. Well,
0: uh, and it's supposed to be pouring rain in, in 40 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know the conversion. I'm not as smart as y'all. But it's supposed to be pouring <laughs> rain, 40 degrees Fahrenheit, you know. So uh, the weather is not going to be conducive to a lot of passing anyways. No, yeah, we're going
4: to smash my football. Perfect, perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's it's
2: going to be Zach Wilson again, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, that is a problem. <laughs> yeah, and of course, <laughs> the Cowboys that's... with
1: Lawrence and Parsons are noticeably poor in the past rush to So it's <laughs> going to be a real
2: gear change for us to do with that. <laughs> All right. I, let's let's move on because I'm I'm fearful that we're not going to talk about this, and I really really <laughs> want to talk about this. Um, that Oilers' <laughs> Bills record from 30 years ago has been broken in quite dramatic style. 33 zip, the Colts were up in in uh, Minneapolis, and it just fell apart. <laughs> I mean, I know it. I know. It, Weirdly, the Colts aren't mathematically out, which seems ridiculous. Um, but even after that, but and it it's ultimately a fairly irrelevant game for them. Could have been a bit of an embarrassing loss for the Vikings. But what on earth happened? It's this: how often do we see a team with a big lead just sit on it? But you know, there was you some... can't hate on
4: sitting on that. That's not a that's not seven <laughs> points, is it? At that point, you wanna you're thinking. <laughs> You're thinking that's a good time to, you know, think about next week.
3: Well, you, f- you feel like, you know, you, all you got to do is run the clock and maybe get a couple of field goals across the second half and you comfortably come away with mm. a couple of score win. Like, no one's expecting that kind of a result, even even with a team as bad as India at the moment. I mean, they're, they're, they're a dreadful, dreadful outfit this year, but you still feel like you could put a couple of drives together that will chew up plenty of clock. And, um and but what the i mean the, the loss of jonathan thing... taylor kind of helped with that but
2: at the same time it's just awful no but they they built the lead without jonathan, jonathan taylor only played a drive or two and they the thing the thing about it for me is after the vikings scored a couple of times it felt like it felt that it was going to happen and they must have had they must have had that same vibe of hang on we've got to be careful here like it wasn't as if well, obviously, the game seemed over to a, to most people, but that vibe was definitely there. There, there was there was some nervousness, and I know it's a everybody knows it, but Matt Ryan's got previous. Yeah, you think that he'd must be experienced
1: enough to know the signs and try and do something to steer the ship away from those rocks, but he didn't. It just was absolutely stagnant on offense in the second half, and. The defence couldn't cope with Minnesota. and A lot of teams haven't been able to this season, but you'd think with that sort of lead, you don't have to do that much. But you have to do something, and they didn't do anything.
2: Well, quite. It's uh, Do you know what? It's a record that... There's some records that you think that will never get broken. But that was one that was up for grabs, I think. Uh, there's, there's, been a a, been a few... there's a certain irony.
1: There's a certain irony in it. was a Frank Reich team that outheld uh, the previous records. And it was the team that Frank Wright slapped that admitted uh,
2: the next. One. Well, uh, Frank Wright was only playing that original game because Jim Kelly was injured. Um, yeah, just, just, yeah, he could he could have been involved again, but also, yeah, that all all sorts of weird narratives around it. But that was that where record was going to go at some point. Um, it just it was.
4: So do you think that hurts Matt Matt Ryan then? Because I mean,
2: yeah, big time. You got to think he's, he's, he's got I don't He's got
4: that on it tied to his saddle, does yeah. it? Because I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess before that Super Bowl, Matt Ryan was a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Surely, no,
2: if he won that Super Bowl,
4: well, no, even with the loss, get into the Super Bowl. No, we don't no. think Matt Ryan was a maybe no, not first ballot, no, no,
3: but I Hall think, of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know that he's first ballot, fine, Hall unless, of Famer. unless he wins a ring.
4: Okay. Is he still a hall of, hall of Famer now, given that he's got those losses?
3: The problem is the last mm. couple of years have really I mean it's not just that, it's it's just everything since you know since but can
4: that, you put it on Matt Ryan? Run. Can I, it be put on him? did you put I I felt I felt
2: that a little bit with that Super Bowl. Like, yeah. is that is that just him? But yeah, you, you do wonder. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I mean, you've got a lot of you've got a uh, grabing staff
3: can... and and Uh, and, you know, players involved there, that there's other people that could grab that. Yeah, maybe you could argue that he could have grabbed it by the scruff of the neck, but is one man trying to fight a tide like that really going to help? I mean... Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. But equally, I, I always think the coaching staff have got to take more responsibility those kind of collapses you've got a you've got to have the right mentality in place you've got to have the right coaching in place you've got you're the ones who need to stay calm in that situation and not allow everyone to panic around you
2: like that's that's the problem that they had there was it it, it, it just was Jeff felt saturday like saturday was... on a saturday nothing can go wrong <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: just,
2: it just felt like
3: everything everything fell apart very quickly and that's on the coaching staff much more than it ever is on on the players. In from,
4: from that scoreline, you should be able to call a game and not lose it. I, I, do, I, do, yeah, not, yeah. I do not see how you can't get enough first downs, because that's what you need. Get enough first downs to win a game when you're up by that many points. You don't need I,
2: many, but as soon, as, soon I, as the rot set in, it was just like three and out, three and out. And, and, turnovers and that no, everything. that
4: is on coaching. Don't get me wrong; execution is a big part of it, and there was mistakes, but there was plenty of plays called that were executed fine, but were just blown up, blown up, predictable, easily managed. I I I I find it really difficult. I feel, so- and the thing is, I was no big Matty Ice fan. But I do think that the narrative has changed so significantly after those losses that, I I don't know, maybe it's doing him a, uh, no, no, I do know. I think it's doing him a disservice because I can't put that that many points on the board and then everybody else, like me as well, I've obviously lost it. I should be able to get enough first downs also, but fucking hell, man, like help me out, call a good game. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, a wise podcaster once said, wins aren't a QB stat. Win is the cumulative total of the offense and the defense and the play calling and everyone. Now, the QB influences that more than any other player. That's obviously true, but it's not the be all and end all of that. And it shouldn't be all heaped on Ryan's shoulders, the fact that his entire team collapsed in the second half. I,
0: I think there's no way Matt Ryan isn't a Hall of Famer. Uh, there's no I mean I think he's a Hall of Famer 100% like first ballot maybe like he's never won a Super Bowl that may come back to haunt him but the dude has been in the league for a long time you know 62,000 yards 381 touchdowns that's Hall of Fame numbers right there like even if you never won if you do it for that long you put up that many touchdowns and yards you're gonna get into the Hall of Fame I also think there's an element of
3: sorry Sorry. there's, there's the recency bias at the moment right everyone feels like oh he's they only remember the, the last couple of years, and once he stepped away from the game for two, three, four years, people remember the older times. That you know, the 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 good stuff that he did will come back, and I think that will be that will be more of the memory. And yeah, he'll always be a little bit tainted with that Super Bowl loss, but I don't I don't think that ultimately ends up being his legacy. Right. I mean, that that
2: Atlanta way. offense for years was incredible. And but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's sort of being lost.
4: Well, in incredible. Of... It was Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Tony Gonzalez, a slew of various running backs, a number of different offensive linemen. It was Matty Ice. Matty Ice was elite for a long fucking time, man. Even at the Nanta, there's a lot of criticism. I've completely unjustified because the guy. If you watch him,
2: no, I'm with. I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, it's. it's...
4: The way you talk about Matt Stafford, you should talk about Matt Ryan.
2: I'm sure we have over the years. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, no, you fucking haven't.
3: I I was <laughs> always a big Matty Ice fan. I've not been, I've been the one saying that I don't think the, the issues with the Colts this year have been on him. I've been blaming, you know, the, defense, the the offensive line and a lot of the pieces around him rather than him this year.
2: I, I've spent the, a large chunk of the offseason season. Scared that he was going to transform the Colts into something that we couldn't deal with. Um, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but I
1: think part of the first ballot or not comes from where you've played, doesn't it? So if you've done what he's done for the Cowboys, shoo it.
4: Yeah. yeah that's that's
2: that's yeah. you bang on there and the, it's one, one
4: what's it two 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 playoff win tony romo uh everyone outside this guy's joe montana pisses me off as well because he can call a few players on the screen don't get me wrong I, I i like listening to the guy but to stop acting like he was he uh, he was for a very short period of time could you could class him at an elite quarterback in my opinion if you watch him
2: it's interesting like you mark sanchez we've we've said this Uh, certainly earlier this season having this conversation hearing him in the booth analyzing this stuff it's incredible and it shows you how like some guys between the ears were amazing so yeah, Tony Romo very clear from hearing him analyze what's going on that he knew he knew what a defense was was doing he knew from the look of something what was going to happen um, but didn't didn't execute certain things in in key pressure moments for whatever reason and it's 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 a weird thing there'll be there'll be players with huge natural talent that are thick as pig shit (laughs) (laughs) at the the end of the day and this is this is how how it goes and i'm a i've I've always been a, a matt ryan fan i'm not saying i'm not i'm not having this as just, just because I've Matt Stafford. There's love. no,
4: there's no way we have not talked about Matt Ryan nearly as much as we've talked about Matt Stafford. And Matt, we Stafford mostly is...
2: talk about Matt Stafford <laughs> to wind you up. I, I get that. I get that,
4: and, that, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I am. I just think May Ice. There was a period of time, and don't get me wrong. Julio is a, a great, great receiver, but I think that matty made julio better whereas Calvin johnson
0: i knew, I knew you were going there stafford <laughs> <that's> exactly.
4: <laughs>
0: them's the facts bro <laughs> well matt stafford has a super bowl so as i know it's a team thing i get that but to hall of fame voters that that's a big deal
4: so. i know it's gonna piss me off I know. <laughs> that's what killed me on, i killed me with the argument here the same, same things and it's a nightmare it it worked it was a ridiculous gamble
2: but it did work for them but uh, J- jason before we move on to preview some games we're going to run very long but you know it's it's, <laughs> okay. it's all good um, worth it absolutely <laughs> um, who how do you see i uh, have forgetting the jags for a moment well not necessarily forgetting the jags um who's who's going to make it this year where do you see the the super bowl going
0: for all the teams yeah. Not just yeah. the Jags. Okay. Not just the Jags. The
2: Jags might be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, think, it's, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, I, a lot of you are, are pretty, I think you're spot on saying that the Jags playoff hopes this year, if they end up happening, may, you know, may not result in a long term run, but uh, they're going to be a tough out and they're the type of team that can surprise you. We've seen teams like the Titans make runs when they weren't the best team in the playoffs and 49ers go to the championship games when they weren't the best teams in their divisions. Which I feel but, like we're being attacked here. This is <laughs> – it's very fair. But as far as – no, I mean, I'm used to it. No, the, the years uh, – uh was it Raheem Mostert was like going off like 200 yards a game in the playoffs. Like the 49ers weren't the best team in the NFC that year, but they just got hot. Their running game got hot. And they made a run to the championship game. And it's, you know, it's, that's the type of thing the Jags are capable of, even though the talent's not there, like, 100%. So as far as the whole league, I think anyone could just, like, spit out Eagles bills for being, like, the two best teams. But it doesn't usually work out that way. So I don't know what it is about the, uh, the Eagles that makes me not trust them. Um, but I just... I, AJ Brown don't trust the don't trust I, aj brown's uh, a good player i don't know what it is i mean now with the health of of hurts in question the nfc is just really up for grabs and it's hard to pick a, up uh, a pony out of there unless it's the eagles i just don't trust the eagles um but for conversation's sake we'll call it eagles bills i know that's boring but that's probably if i were betting that's probably what i would what i would bet the chiefs though i, mean, I don't know I'm, I'm bad at answering questions sorry the the eagles <laughs> don't want
2: the eagles want this hurts injury to be brief that's for right. sure if, if well, he the, misses time there the noise they're... is that it is brief and they only need to want
3: win one game to get the number one seed so they can afford to rest him for a week or two and not not hurry him back so i can i mean particularly with the who else is going to take that one seed it's the vikings vikings or yeah maybe the niners could get there but but Neither of those teams really look likely to overhaul them, so i i don't I don't see anyone but the Eagles getting that one seed. and I think hurts will be fine for the playoffs, particularly with the next you know couple of weeks for rest now and then a bye week
0: i it's, I like the 49ers just just throw that out there. I do appreciate that. <laughs>
4: Why you're not a 49er? <laughs> I, I like,
0: like 49ers. Thanks for that. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a fan. Hey, I have a I have a question for you guys, and this is like a ser- I need I need y'all to tell me. So I've been a lot of people talk about Jacksonville being a team not so much anymore, but like back when we were really really bad, talking about Jags being a team that moves to England or London or whatever else. It's been like the it's not talked about as much, but there was a time there where the national media was like trying to force us out. So I always had I always had this thought that it would be more. And this, I want to bounce this off you guys it would be it would be better for the NFL to have four teams in Europe to be their own division than to have one team out there so does it make does that make sense to you guys do you think one team maybe two teams like what would make sense to you guys like, is my theory off or like you guys tell me you're over there
2: I, my my issue with this is part well partly less is always more I 30, 32 teams seems enough in the NFL, where you've got team you've got teams who, like, look at, I don't know, Baker Mayfield is a starting quarterback right now. Um, for for one of a, a better better example, so the yeah, team's struggling to get skill position players as it is. You're not gonna you're not gonna have more talent to go around to make up these these extra teams. Um, I don't know how it would balance if you if you did that. You're still gonna have a an enormous travel. Re- Travel requ- requirement, um, but it, expansion teams feel weird to us as Brits. Like it, we don't, we don't get them in, in sport in the same way. Obviously, you've had it hasn't happened in the NFL for twenty years uh, with the the Texans, and before that, the well, the Ravens and the Browns becoming two teams, and the Jags themselves and the Panthers before that. But it's it's. I feel like thirty two is a good number. Um, I don't know if if one of those 32 moves here is a as an option if that is a bit somebody's missing out I, I, and you've got existing fan bases here so I'm kind of I I'm, I'm not against it per se but yeah I know if, it's a it's a weird one because you you always feel like there's a a trend in one direction or another so we've had all these games this side of the pond germany's had a game this year and they're they're always good fun but i don't know if there is a next step or if that next step makes sense to me the existing fan base
3: thing is the issue you basically would have the nfl having to prop up four franchises for probably 15 20 years because the vast none of us would switch teams none of us would would go oh there's a brand new i don't know london team there's a there's a German team, there's maybe a Spanish team and an Italian team. I don't know whether the the major fan bases are in those countries, but you'd end up with people only really focusing on going and seeing the games there that were either their team or a team that they're interested in going and seeing. Uh, They're not going to switch their allegiance to, to the new team. And so you're waiting for that generation of kids that grow up with that franchise in in their country, in their city, to be the next generation of fans. And I don't know the NFL is willing to do that. And and that's the problem, right? Jags, Jags fans would be delighted, I guess, the London or UK-based Jags fans if they moved over. But the vast majority of British fans are not going to switch allegiance to the Jags just because they're
4: based here. I think that's... I don't think that's as big an issue. Like, I get it, but they don't give a shit. Like people will still go. You get what I'm saying? So, the biggest reason I I went to for the first, I don't know how long the NFL games have been there, but let's just say I went to the first 10 years of it. Yeah. And then the last, say, three years or whatever, I'm non plus. If I can, if I can, if it works with my schedule, I'll go. But if I miss it, no big deal. And the main reason for that is because I don't think, there's enough of like a team culture and the reason there's not enough of like the team culture thing is because we get random games so you 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 can't but help get people who just want to come and enjoy a spectacle whereas if you did go and don't get me wrong I do think it you know the point stands in terms of the time it will take in because people won't change teams but if we only had the Jags here and we only saw Jags games, I can definitely see myself going there if the vibes was was good. You get what I'm saying?
2: Does so, so but the whole not changing teams, like I like I wouldn't, we wouldn't, but obviously But my been, son might end up being teams. a Jags
4: game if I started going to Jazz games because that Maybe, was yeah. the only if they was treated as home games. Like I think the issue we have is that it's like a concert like it's this uh you know what i'm saying and yeah. so you got people there fucking st- eight minutes into the first quarter and there's mexican waves like what the brass clart is this blood that yeah. is not okay <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like if there was more of a team focus and it was more competitive even if it wasn't my team i would still fuck with it more so then I do it be in this, you know, sell a season ticket. We're going to give you free random games. Like no one gives a shit about it just because you want to go see NFL. Whereas if the Jags were based at Tottenham.
2: So this, maybe, okay, maybe. just, just going just on the switching teams thing you've had, like you support a team that in a city that didn't have a team until 1995. Like maybe you're not old enough to, <laughs> to remember before right, that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so what, like who who did people in Jacksonville support before they were Jags fans?
0: Yeah, because uh, not you... every fan of a, not every Jags fan is right. under twenty seven, right? So that's what I was gonna say is kind of to y'all's point. I think people are quick to change teams. Like for in Jacksonville, there was no team. Um, there's a about two hours west of us. There's a big college, University of Florida Gators. So there's a lot of Florida Gators fans here. And they're lifelong Gator fans, and they will die as Gators, and they still will. But the second the Jags moved here, uh, people that were fans of, like, Atlanta's pretty close, the Falcons, the Miami Dolphins are pretty close. The Buccaneers didn't really have that many fans for some reason, but they're close, too. All of those people who lived in Jacksonville did not take them long to turn into Jags fans. And even, you know, they would be like, oh, yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan and a Jags fan. And every day that went by, they were just more and more of a Jags fan. So it did not take long for people that lived in Jacksonville to switch completely over to the Jaguars. So um, I, I don't think living I don't think being pre-existing fans of another team is that big of a deal just because I've seen it here with with cities and the people uh, will change quickly.
3: OK, so I've got a question for you, then, because. There's a little bit of a different, from my perspective, there's a little bit of a different cultural attitude towards switching teams. Whereas in the UK, particularly with our football, because a team, you know, teams have been in towns and cities for generations longer mm. than we've, you know, like 100 years, 150 years. Some of these clubs are ancient compared to, you know, the NFL, for example. And so there's, there's very much a culture of you get... Either given a team you know if, you, if your parents are big fans of a of a club or you grow up in an area or your mates are fans of teams when you're young and, and that's sort of how you you end up supporting a club and it's almost impossible to get away from that mindset of like oh i'm I'm a fan of that team and we might have you know so you might have people who have like a so I, I have my, my local hometown club wickham wanderers and i'm a liverpool fan as well so like the, but those two teams have played each other twice i think in living memory for me because they're in different divisions mm-hmm. wickham are never going to be a premier league club as far as i can tell and it's the difference between you know you talk about gator fans being you know they'll stay gator fans but that's because well, that's not a college, conflict between college yeah and, exactly yeah. it's college yeah. and nfl are two separate entities really it, the 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 thing there would be you know if they're they set up a new Jacksonville university and all of a sudden are those Gator fans and they're in the same conference Are all those Gator fans going right. to change to being Jacksonville university fans or are they going to stay Gator fans. Cause that's, that's what they've been their entire lives. And I feel like Americans are much way, way more, um, uh, loyal to their college than they are to their say NFL or, or hockey or basketball teams.
0: Right. That's true. And, and, and I, I get that. That's a seriousness over there. My thought, and and this, you guys could correct me if I'm wrong, because I see from afar again, not in it deep, but I see Manchester, you know, City and United rivalry, right? If you were to put two teams in London, two NFL teams, like would you just Im- immediately create this like split of like, put it all of the fan base, like would that work over there? Like if you put two teams in London, one team in Germany, and then pick somewhere else for a fourth team, and then you had a division, and then teams from the United States could fly over, play two teams in London. In two back-to-back weeks, and then they fly back to the United States. Like, logistically, could it make more sense to have like two teams in London, one team in Germany? Now they're hosting games, and one somewhere else. Like, I think I know the cost to rearrange, but you've
4: got me fucking sold. I'll be real.
0: (laughs) If there
4: was, if there was a team in London, uh, dedicated. So, if it was, so if you're talking about the difference of moving, and this is the reason that we have, like, in terms of what Rich is talking about, like. You could never move Manchester United. Like yeah. I'm, I, 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 I am, a, I'm, I'm from London. But my dad, when he came, my dad from Saint he came to this country, lived in Godston for basically the first ten years of his life. He's a Man United fan from that era where George Best, whatever. my I'm United. My sons United. We will never, ever, ever be anything other than United. Just son will be United. His son will be. There will be no. There's no choice. There's no chance. It's impossible for that. Ever to be the difference, but the idea of a Man United ever moving or not being Manchester United anymore is batshit crazy to me, right? It is completely insane. It cannot happen. Um, whereas I know that isn't necessarily the case in the states, which is why I think there isn't that sort of complete. I still think people are very committed to their teams. It's just maybe they don't have think, the same 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 red, of... same red lines. But if there was a London team, a London (laughs) NFL team, boy, I'm 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 jet slash London, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna hold you, I'll be honest. I could see
3: that for sure. If it I I actually I'd never really thought about this idea of having a completely separate European division where it makes the logistics better because you've got, you know, your teams can fly over, they can play two or three games in a row without having to you know, without having to deal with like flying backwards and forwards for like you know ten hours if it's from the west coast or whatever. So I, I like that as an idea, and I could definitely see the whole slash thing. So you know, if there was if there was a London team, I would absolutely end up with a soft spot for them because they're not in my team's division. They are you know they're they're a they're an interesting separate entity, but I would never become a fan of them over the Niners, or I don't think I would. Um, but I but it would be the next generation thing coming through that would be, yeah. you know, that that's Apart, those are the ones that become the big like solely London
2: team fans. Like if it was a diff, if it's a team in a different conference that uh, you hardly play, maybe that would, would help with that. But that's that's only the case for half of people. I don't I could see there being you know, I, I get what Craig's saying, but I don't feel like I would be like that. Um I I think there'll be a bit of a weird because British people are quite strange and negative at times. There'll be a weird opposition to it from certain quarters. <laughs> There'll be people that will want to say, up yours to it. You're trying to force this thing down our throats. Yeah, the We've kind of people that hated teams. the 100. The kind of people yeah. that <laughs> hated the 100, absolutely. But there, there will be that. Um, I think that, like, it would, games would sell out and stuff. Game The games over here, they all sell out. Well, there's there's an appetite for it but it's whether it's whether
3: like would they would they sell out to hardcore fans of that team because you need that for the not game, initi- like the no, initially no initially initially
2: I think you'd have like a lot of away routine right. support.
3: It would definitely. be like being it'd be like being the chargers in LA, right? Where 70% of
2: the fans are the oppositions yeah maybe maybe I don't know it would take a while I think it would be wise if they did something like that not to put it at Wembley Stadium that holds 90,000 people (laughs) Um, I think the game I don't mean that yeah almost just just in case it doesn't sell out but the the games that have been at Tottenham which is 60,000 tend to have a a bit of a better, better atmosphere it feels a bit more intimate. Hard to get. It's hard to get tickets,
3: so people are yeah, much yeah. more dedicated to going. Whereas I think that, as Craig said, there's more casuals at Wembley that are just along for the ride because their mate got a couple of tickets and they're sort of vaguely
2: interested. <laughs> we will see. I don't. Th- I don't see. It's a bit weird. Like they've, the NFL have always sort of drip fed this stuff, and it's been slow change. Like to suddenly say, here's that here not just have a team, but have a division. Wow. That would be, that would be quite a leap. Um, but like how else do you make it work with the symmetry and the fixtures and the, the schedule and everything? I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe
3: that's why going to Mexico and they're going to start, you know, doing games in Argentina and Brazil. So they're going to give us a European NFL division in one conference and a South American slash Mexican uh, division in the other conference.
2: This is, you know, the 32, uh, unless you start (laughs) moving teams away. Well, I mean, we at
0: the beginning of the show, we talked about soccer and how many teams are in that thing, right? We talked about all different leagues. You know, we talked about Stevenage being like between what's 75 around there. So, that's- I mean, we know the NFL wants to make as much money as possible. So what's stopping them from just, like, <laughs> yeah. moving into, like, as many teams as possible, bringing money in and, like, creating, like, a relegated division and things like that? I mean, I think it's entirely possible, like, sooner than later because these guys are money-hungry, that's for sure. You have to remember, <laughs> clubs down our level of the thing get, like,
1: two, 3,000 average attendance. So you can't support a massive NFL team full of like a hundred <laughs> personnel. We've got a first team squad of 18 players and like five coaches. And that sees us through a season with a couple of lone players in from Premier League clubs helping us up help and topping things out. So it's it's a whole different shoestring when you get down to the fringes of a sport.
3: Yeah, think about JUCO. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Right. But now th- but that's
4: basically the that's basically for me why Jason's point. Stands because you've got so much football in America already. What else can they do? They already keep trying to add more games, and and the players keep saying, "Listen, bro, you're already murdering my body. Like, allow it." So, what else can they do? We, we ought, you know, the NFL itself is an expansion, isn't it? It is two leagues coming together. Why would there not be a European conference and a, you know, South American conference, whatever? I, I think, I think it's totally 100% plausible because while Pat, what you're saying is right, you know, the lowered leagues will over tiers of football get 2,000, 3,000. Attendance or whatnot, but we ain't got an NFL team and random shitty games in this country. No, no disrespect, but, you know, Jacksonville Giants in 2017. I mean, no thanks. (laughs) Like, I I barely want to watch that, let alone pay good money to turn up in the cold. But they did. They did. And 90,000 people went to watch it. So. I I actually think that's 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 obviously their plan. It's obviously been something that's been considered for a long time. This is not the first time that this has been discussed, but it's certainly the first time I I guess we thought about it recently. And I, I can't see it being any other way. And I'm fucking here for it as well. It, it, give me a London team tomorrow, mate. I I'm sell me the merch, holler at me. I'll take a, a hoodie, a couple jerseys. Give me a little bubble hat. Like, I'm in hundred percent all day long. Bring back uh philip rivers for the quarterback fuck you Stop <laughs> this, I don't even like...
3: i'm sorry but that was oh. Fucks. i think craig's microphone
4: actually sent to <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was nicely time. right this is this we might be hitting the first ever two-hour pod if we if we're careful, <laughs> which is the happening. milestone i want to get to you're this.
0: welcome boys you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right let's preview some games shall we um Oh yeah, a couple of ah, oh, I wanted to talk about New England and that play, but
0: <laughs> that's just yeah, laugh. Kobe <laughs> Mice is already dead in a ditch somewhere <laughs> um, hey, hey i just to derail this even further, I have a trivia question for you guys. It kind of has to deal with the Patriots. I'll give you the first hint, which player has played in the most Super Bowls of all time
2: the. Oh, that feels like a leading question. Now, it, said,
4: literally, he said, "I gave you it, a hint." It kind, hit. It kind yeah, of Vin- has to do with the Patriots.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, No. Uh,
4: Vin- 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 no, oh, nah, he left. Oh, uh, well, he went ooh, to the Colts. And we Colts, yeah, couple, yeah, but that's only yeah. Uh,
2: I feel like it's not Tom Brady because nope. that.
4: You know, <laughs> um, well, we know that he's been in. What's he been in? He's got seven. What eleven? He's been in eleven. Who
2: would have had the? Who would have had the longevity?
4: who's been it's, in more it's... than 11 Super Bowls I, it feels I'm, like I a
2: special teamer type thing yeah okay. it does
4: but I'm going to go Tom Brady I don't want to overthink it I don't want to think about it at all but 11 Super Bowls a lot of fucking Super Bowls
0: I may be I may have m- misled you guys a little bit <laughs> <laughs> which receiver has won the most Super Bowls <laughs> sorry which receiver has won the most Super Bowls one one? one
4: or played in
0: has won the most Super Bowls. Which receiver has won the most Super Bowls? I apologize, I butchered that that trivia. But is it
2: Edelman?
4: Uh, no,
2: uh,
3: the, the Pats
0: have had
2: different receivers every time they've that's been there. Why, that's like. why it's yeah. tricky, right?
4: Does have to be a Pat? What about that? what Who was um, Terry Bradshaw's receiver? They went to four. Uh, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn Swan. Swan. Someone.
0: Nope. The Patriots is the Patriots' hint was was on. Patriots okay. On. Yeah. Where's
2: Welker? No, he would nope.
0: have been. Uh, um... Oh. Granny
2: Moss? Nope. No. No, he, he didn't win one, did he? No.
4: Nope. But still um, was he two thousand and seven. That was their team. Uh, Imagine that. Um I can't think Dion of brunch. any a, any receiver who's been around enough Super Bowls. Gronk. Twice. All right,
0: I'll give you I'll give you um another hint. He's won six Super Bowls and has had zero targets and zero receptions in the Super Bowls as a receiver. God, it's got to be like a kick off. Gunner. Kick return. It's got to be a gunner. Yeah. Um, oh,
2: what's uh, uh, fuck Tone, Tony? Tony would be screaming at me. There's a gunner called. Oh no! I don't fuck know. knows. And
4: yep. he's got six rings. Yep. <laughs>
2: That's uh, I, I, I will know the name. There's got
4: to be a handful of handful of people. With it's six a guy rings. who's famous
2: for being a gunner, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. No, I know I, I, the name's not coming to me.
0: All right, I'll give it to you guys, Matthew Slater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's to, that's the jersey yeah. that, that's the
0: jersey he's got. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite trivia questions, but I don't butcher it. Sorry for. <laughs> saying that, it. So he's right. got
4: every he's got every Brady ring
0: yeah yeah that's sorry mad. i didn't mean to. i didn't mean to divert you guys i just i, I <laughs> wanted to throw that one in there
2: <laughs> okay right one sentence previews. let's do them who's who's doing which one who who on earth knows um, and <laughs> you can do you could do the jags jason yes thank you. you thank you um all right i'll delete that one then <laughs> but if that, sorry rich
3: <laughs> no mine's rubbish anyway so take it <laughs>
2: That's exactly where we're going to start. Jacksonville at New York Jets.
0: Number one pick versus number two pick. The battle of the GM wits faces off on four days of rest. There we go. Houston at Tennessee.
1: Will the Titans have any fit offensive players left after facing this angry Texans defense?
2: Atlanta at Baltimore. Boy, do the Ravens need Lamar back, although I'm backing them either way in this one. Detroit at Carolina.
4: Lions continue to shift the narrative and change the culture. I can only see another big win for Detroit.
1: Buffalo at Chicago. Surely a comfortable Buffalo win, but will it make us more or less confident about their chances in the playoffs?
3: New Orleans at Cleveland. The weather for this game is currently slated to be well below freezing and also with snow, which might put the damper on what was surely otherwise going
1: to be a high-scoring offensive showdown. <laughs> uh, Seattle
2: at Kansas City. The
1: Chiefs are stumbling of late, so of course the Fixture Gods to be extra countable. Uh,
2: New York Giants at Minnesota.
1: Surely Brian Dable doesn't have enough to get his practice squad past the Vikings.
2: Cincinnati at New England. Logically, obviously the Bengals win this, but my gut tells me something different. Bill's going to be seriously angry after last week. Washington at San Francisco.
4: 49ers are dynamic, great defense, great coaching. The football team, they're all right. (laughs) Philadelphia at Dallas.
3: Eagles might not have Hurts for this one, but it might be even more fun watching Gardner Minshew put the Cowboys' hopes of winning that division to bed.
1: Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. It's quite possible that Mike Tomlin will be the only person to enjoy this game.
2: Um, Green Bay at Miami. The Dolphins really need to get back on track and home advantage of Christmas Day could be just what they need against the sulky Aaron Rodgers. Denver at LA Rams.
4: And your worst game of the week is...
2: <laughs> yeah, we've covered that. That's that's that one done. Tampa Bay at Arizona. I wouldn't
3: normally want the Cardinals win, but come on, 6-11. And,
2: and finally, LA Chargers at Indianapolis.
1: The longest possible week for the Colts to dwell on last Saturday's embarrassment. Will that help or hinder
2: them? I, mean, I think we, we know what we all hope here. <laughs> Um there we go. Let's get with yeah, worst game of the week. Nicely covered, beautifully done. Um Steve Rains anytime, touchdown corner. We we we'll we'll do that separately. I think we've uh we've exhausted all possible ways of, of losing. Um <laughs> as, as things stand. We'll we'll let's not waste any airtime on how we're gonna lose this
4: week. We'll put something on.
1: Um, we went one out of six last week. It was our worst I,
2: week so far.
4: I wanna be honest just look at my picks i i've had a good i've had a good one we, pick, we
2: picked for you yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and the ones
4: that have, when and i know my my availability has been poor but <laughs> the ones that you've picked for me all else just just saying well, I mean, yeah check that shit, i know i can see you looking <laughs> yeah,
1: no, to be fair craig one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven of the last fifteen that you've picked, that is the best record of any of us. No, oh. it's a playoff record eleven and fif-
2: 11 of fifteen. I <laughs> <clears throat> ultimately the winning part is still zero. That's that's the only metric that matters. Right, any other business? Why we're all here? Finally, um, Jason. I don't know. I don't know if you want to have a moan about something um say something Uh, positive um the
0: floor's yours yeah Yeah. listen since i have the floor i just want to thank you guys you know this has been fun i I like talking football i love doing trivia and so this is a (laughs) i feel like i'm amongst my people here so i appreciate (laughs) you guys let having me on and uh thank you it's been
2: it's been great i appreciate you coming on it's 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 good fun i yeah love love doing this is why we're here isn't it yep Um, absolutely I mean, that that's, that feels a bit too nice for a typical any other business. But, you know, we'll let that Don't we'll worry.
4: That go. I'm going to go.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, as I said, we have had, like, an unbelievable run of sport. And I will say, you know, for all of my uh, reservations about how and the wider issue of Qatar, World, world cup man! <laughs> like if you i'm not condoning sports washing but if you're gonna do it <laughs> then no. my fellas did it right <laughs> so, What a world cup but i have two really important points one can everybody collectively open your mouth wide take a step back and release Lionel Messi's penis from (laughs) your jaw. Because that would be fantastic. (laughs) Honest to God. Gary
2: Lineker in particular.
4: Mate, honest, if we could all just remove his cock from your jaws and take your finger out of his backside, that would be fantastic. Look, don't get me wrong. There is no longer a football argument to be made against Lionel Messi. I accept that. Uh, if, If you're asking, if you're wondering, I happen to be Team Ronaldo. Sure, surely I, not. I, I, that, listen, not, I, not I, even
2: I, the best Ronaldo to ever play
4: the game. I I, <laughs> I, I, I accept that there is no longer a football argument to be made against the Messi but stop acting like this guy is Jesus Christ because he's not. He, he, uh, he, he is. He was not. He was not. Re- he's, he's. no church boy. You know, what I'm saying this guy is a uh, a, a footballer who's very, very good. No worries, enjoy it. No problem. Just pump the brakes. Number two. <laughs> I I as somebody who was loved Argentinian teams, Carlos Tevez, absolute beast, Juan Saber Baron. I mean you, you can't get Better quality. Anyone Batist-
2: picking up any sort of club football? Bata ba- <laughs>
4: Batistuta. you know, uh, uh, unbelievable. um Like they're they fantastic. Argentinian pedigree. What a history! This Argentinian team are a bunch of fucking shit houses, mate. The world
2: Oh, um, if we lost have we been, been saying first most unlikable.
4: Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, no, no, that is frustrating.
2: You were calling them the, the worst
3: and most us. unlikable, but you cut out a most
4: that. unlikable bunch of shit houses I've ever seen. <laughs> jump on the floor, like everything wrong with football is this Argentinian team. Wind people up, kick legs dive on like it is so shit and we have not a single word has been said about it because people are too busy with their face in Lionel Messi's groin so fantastic a fair amount
2: fantastic
4: (laughs) fantastic world cup no doubt about it you know if you're gonna sports wash that's how you do it but that football team are a bunch of I don't know why I paused. Cunts. And uh, we should not celebrate, as much as you want to be happy for Lionel Messi, that style of football winning tournaments. Mbappe, however, what a guy.
1: I haven't watched this tournament, but what Craig's just described sounds like almost every Argentinian side I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. That's most famous incidents. <laughs> Maradona's handball. Luis Suarez got listed. He's most famous for biting people. So I mean, he's
3: Uruguayan, but, you know, Oh,
2: yeah,
3: right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Argentinian
2: teams generally are shit houses. So uh, the only uh, the I'm only time on we the only time we had one go our way was the- Ayala.
4: What a player! They've had pedigree, but this lot of pricks, mate. Two thousand Two thousand
2: and two is like the exception that proves the rule. Where we beat them with that Beckham penalty when Owen dived from Pochettino's challenge and he didn't even touch him, and we got that yeah. penalty, Beckham. Smacked it down the middle um, some of the, but every yeah, every other possible game was the opposite but do know. you
1: think this World Cup was better than average because it's happened in sort of end of December November time when all the players aren't completely knackered from playing a full season maybe uh, c-
4: could be could be exactly could be maybe, maybe could be. the
2: maybe the second half of the premier league season is going to be dreadful yeah <laughs> last last month and a half is going to be fucking awful mm. It's so many injuries boxing day so soon after all of this stuff might be quite an eye opener you might see some upsets
4: yeah uh, yeah
2: i can't but it wait was a great tournament though the the we biggest the biggest shit house in the team Christian romero i can't wait to see him do that for tottenham again <laughs> <laughs> Just getting in people's faces, uh, just being despicable. But when he's when he's yours, it's, uh, it's a different matter, isn't it? Team
4: <laughs> um, Maria, what a little prick, mate. Honestly, I, it's the type of guys that you know, you, if they was out and they started riling up, you, they'd get... Oh, mate. Honestly, I can't stand that time, I, that team. I really can't. <laughs>
2: Uh, Pat, take us somewhere else. <laughs> well, it's,
1: it's it's a good week for me. So I've gone from uh, meeting a podcasting hero tonight to uh, meeting a sporting hero on Boropod on Thursday. We're interviewing Mark Roberts. And Mark Roberts was club captain when I first started watching Stevenage. He's a thoroughly excellent example of a human being. So I'm really looking forward to getting to uh, meet him and chat to him and ask him some stuff about his career on uh, Thursday night. It's going to be great.
2: They say never meet your heroes, but that's a load of nonsense. Meet your heroes. Technically, I've met
1: him before, but I was too (laughs) shy to tell him that I thought he was great. So hopefully less so. 15 years down the line, I'm a little bit more mature. (laughs) Oh, you'll nail it. You'll nail it. Um, Rich? Uh, I don't really have much. I was
3: going to have a bit of a rant about Jeremy Clarkson being a complete and utter cunt, but um, I've decided that that man (laughs) deserves as little airtime as possible. So stop being a prick, honestly. Go go away! No one wants your views anymore. Your just... why do you think he's doing it? Uh, any well, the amount of backlash that he's seen this time has been. I don't. I actually. actually don't.
2: I don't understand the backlash. I like it. Like he's saying. He's saying it all just for. It's a line in a column. Right, to get... but it's the fact that anyone's giving any Game kind of option for that stuff or something. Or, yeah. Uh,
3: anyway, I don't want to go down that. We we going long anyway. I don't. I just don't want to have any time on that um so yeah that's that's all I've really got this week because you know I've just been knackered with the
2: jet lag and I'm ready for Christmas yeah I think we we probably all are um quick quick one for me I was proud of my my son who finished school today last day before Christmas and came home I, mean, I wasn't I wasn't here but when I came back from work um he was sat on the sofa watching whatever rubbish on YouTube that he watches and then about, it's about half past six, he suddenly got up and went, oh, I know what I forgot. I've got a, got a selection box, like box of chocolates from, from school. Went to, went to go- get them out of his bag. And it's like, what have you got them for? Oh, I got um, the most house points in the, my entire year of 200 or so kids this term. So they gave me a box of chocolates. Like, What? <laughs> that's that's phenomenal Um like so i'm like on the one hand incredibly proud of him for for achieving that and uh, yeah being being rewarded like li- literally the best on like all sorts of levels in his year um but also basically him forgetting about it <laughs> um i like to say it's a modesty thing but just just
4: forgot uh, it's uh, kids <laughs>
1: Froze mid-interruption. I was going to say, "Hey, <laughs> good job, Henry." And B, we should point out, particularly given our guess that there are good things on YouTube as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a brilliant I, comment. That
3: was Adam's, exactly. Adam's latest old man yells at
2: clouds comment. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I I, he I doubt be. he was watching your show. <laughs> I, d- I doubt that was. I mean, he should be from the sound of it. He should be. Yeah, he should be. And he's a then, Jaguars yeah, fan. <laughs> he's, he's, i'd hate to break it to you i think you know i think you know um <laughs> tell tell everybody who's got this far where to get your show because we didn't do that at the start and that's oh me. man
0: if you're this far nothing but respect for going this far <laughs> uh but uh i'm on youtube and twitter just jaguars united we talk about literally the Jacksonville jaguars three times a week and it's it's everything i could hope for and more <laughs> Excellent. I've learned um, more about up.
1: the X's and O's listening to Jason than anyone other than possibly Craig and I and Mike Carlson.
4: Yeah. I, I was gonna be offended had you not said that. So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah, so much, so much fun having you on. Um just great to chat through all these things. Um all the love all the trivia as you as as you do. Um, hopefully we could do it, we'll do it again. Um and you can set a quiz oh i can't wait man again thank you guys this has been a lot of fun talking to y'all absolutely um yeah everyone if you got this far wow well done that's all i can say (laughs) merry christmas happy holidays (laughs) best of luck in whatever week this is go well everyone
0: that's craig How was
1: I- that
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened there is that the outro music yeah you guys have come a long way
1: no i grew up with an old amstrad computer and that sounded like the sound effects one of those old 8-bit games that's a jet taking off
3: Just destroying all of our Just Craig? i
2: don't know what's happened but
4: <laughs>
2: i'm gonna leave that all in so we can hear it stop stop unmuting yourself <laughs> It sounds (laughs) bad. Oh, God. What an (laughs) end to the show.